Hi. Wow. It's been a hot minute, huh? Yes. Uh, welcome back to Getting Weird with Ashley Good. I was debating changing the, the name, but I'm too lazy to get another theme song. At times, I've thought about going back to the original name just so I could use the first song, but you go forwards in life, not backwards, right? Anyway, yeah, it's been a bit. Um, as you guys know, as you listeners know, I actually stopped doing the show for a while because I had such bad acid reflux that I literally lost my voice. Now that's coming from somebody who had a tonsillectomy years ago. I, and I talked through that. I really shouldn't have. I remember the nurses kept trying to get me to shut up and I just kept talking, although that could have been the morphine, which not a fan of, just in case somebody was wondering if I like morphine, I do not. Do not offer me any. Yeah, it's been a bit. Um, I had a baby, which I'm not going to talk about a lot on the show because that's not why you subscribed. And honestly, it's none of your damn business. Um, you guys know I try to keep my actual life private. I'll talk about my random thoughts and honestly things that would probably get me sued, fired, or blacklisted. But I'm not going to talk about my family and life. So I will, I'll, I'll speak in general, generalities, gen, yeah, that's the word. Oh, like I said, it's been a minute. I have to relearn how to do this. And this is my first take, not even doing multiple takes. Yeah. So my free time is extremely limited these days, um, as it is with I think, all new moms, all new parents, you know, I've always been one of those people that are like, well, if you really want to do something, you will find the time to do it. So this is kind of me holding myself to that, even though I'd much rather be using this time to just doom scroll than listen to a podcast or something. Um, but yeah, no, I'm like, I asked people, should I bring my podcast back? I was getting a lot of yeses. And honestly, it feels good to have some sort of outlet. Um, yeah, so here I am doing it again holding my feet to the fire. If I post something or if I tell people I'm going to do something, I make myself do it. But yeah, very limited free time um, as a parent. You know, even with a husband, even with a partner, if you have a husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, live-in, uncle, whoever your partner is, it's still fucking hard. Um, but this was a choice I made and I'm not here to complain about that. I'm here to complain about people and things that piss me off. Um... Yeah, my biggest struggle right now. Oh, my biggest struggle. Oh, get a therapist, bitch, right? I'm just, I'm trying not to be fat. That's my big thing. I gained, I'm gonna like lean in and whisper this into the app. The app? I can't see. I have to relearn words. Lean in and whisper this into the microphone. I gained 70 fucking pounds during pregnancy. I know, 70. That's disturbing. And I didn't even go like hardcore into the snacks and everything. I mean, I ate more ice cream than I usually would, but 70 pounds. And now I think my voice almost sounds different. Like I have that fat voice, or at least to me, I have fat voice. So I'd like to get rid of fat voice. I'd like to get rid of my fat face, my fat body and go back to normal. 
I say all that. I'm actually, you know what? I've got to brag for a second. I am 15 pounds away from my starting weight. That's right. Lost 55 pounds and not very long. So it's been a challenge. Yeah, trying to eat healthy though, trying to up my protein and limit my simple sugars and carbs. I think I just burped. Oh man. Like, I don't want to be fat. Burp. Um, yeah, trying so hard to up my protein. Not even that big into meat, but I have started just eating rotisserie chickens. This is probably kind of shameful, but, you know, it's honest. So I'll buy a rotisserie chicken, and then I just eat the wings and legs off of it, and I do something with the rest of it later, but just shameful snapping the limbs off of this helpless rotisserie chicken and just mowing down over the sink. That is the least attractive image ever. I mean, if any of you had some weird crushes on me or something, does an adult even say that? If any of you like me, send me a note and I'll respond yes or no. But yeah, if any of you were even remotely attracted to the seven, well, that's gotta, that's a boner killer vag dryer right there, isn't it? Just me mowing down over greasy chicken lit eating greasy chicken legs over the sink. Because who uses the plate, right? No time when you're a new parent. Have you guys ever been so tired that you went to wipe crumbs on your pant leg and then you realized you weren't wearing pants and you just rubbed it on your leg? Not saying that happened to me a couple of months ago. No, that's that's never happened to me. Um, But yeah, so current projects working on the Foggy Isle Film Festival, as I'm always doing, uh, prepping for our 2023 event. That'll be bigger and better than ever. We're actually going to the Vic Theatre, which is like 200 plus seats. So L to the yes. Uh, Trying to do some projects. I've been writing a fair bit. It's all on my Medium page. Trying to up my subscribers and stuff on YouTube because I canceled Vimeo. This is just like, what am I paying for? And yeah, trying not to be fat. And this is where I need to insert my disclaimer saying that I'm just making jokes. I'm trying to be funny. And remember, I'm just a random lady in the suburbs. Everything I say is satirical, social commentary, or artistic expression. If you don't agree with me, that's okay. Sometimes I don't even agree with me. Please don't sue. Bye. Please. Don't come at me. Don't sue me. I swear I'm a nice person. But yeah, I am not a comedian. I mean, I'm a comedic writer. So, like, what counts as being a comedian? That do, do you have to do stand up? I don't think so. Like, to me, a comedian is somebody that does stand up. So I just tell people I'm a writer and I have a podcast. I do film things, but I don't think I am a comedian. And yet, I try to be funny, but it's for my writing. You know, you gotta try out jokes, especially when you're a, you know a new parent. You don't really have a lot of other avenues to test things out. Babies are not necessarily the best audience for jokes. I mean, I still try, but I get lukewarm reception. Um, Oh, speaking of limited free time and doing things, I actually went to a concert solo. Now, I don't know if that's like, is that empowering? Like, oh, I went to a concert solo. I am so strong and independent um yeah no or is that just sad and lonely so i went and saw steven page up in nanaimo and it was a good show um 
But yeah, I went solo. It was a little awkward at first because the crowd was... Well, it was all the olds. Yeah. A lot of gray hair. A lot of masks. It sort of felt like I was waiting to go to a lecture. I don't know, like, Greta Thunberg was going to speak or something. Um, but no, Stephen Page concert, he was great live. But it was just all elderly people and then drunks because Nanaimo's full of trash. So, yeah, and then I was like, I'm sitting in the audience, I'm alone. I'm like, oh, everyone's so old. And then I remembered, bitch, didn't you have a cortisone injection earlier in the day because your knees are all fucked up? And then I was like, oh, wait, I'm old too. This is my crowd. Yeah, so bit of a not-so-humble brag. Um, Fogyal show that we had in September of this year. Our first live show that... Our first live festival um, that wasn't just online ever since the whole pandemic thing. Um, yeah, we had a bigger crowd than Stephen Page, so much love to him. He is a national treasure, but like... Also, fuck yeah to Foggy Isle having sold more tickets. Like, that was kind of... That made me feel kind of good. Yeah, um, another little win. So, Pity Party actually hit as of today, as of me recording this. It's at 7,000 views on YouTube, which sounds a little sad to brag about. I'm just doing a lot of apologizing, doing a lot of bragging in this episode. I don't know what the tone is I'm going for, but yeah, pretty jazzed, as some might say, that Pity Party hit 7,000 views on YouTube. So that means people are actually watching it. Um, yeah, I made that like, oh man, do I have to do some math? We shot that in 2017? Yeah, so it's like five years old already. No one cared about it on Vimeo, go figure. Also, fuck Vimeo. Took my money for years and I got no views. Then I threw it on YouTube. And yeah, 7,000 views. So that's kind of awesome. Oh, I wanted to mention the thing that inspired me to talk about my solo concert is there's a which magazine was it l okay so i don't go to the l website but you know on your home page whatever browser you're using there's probably like a bunch of stupid headlines to articles and you should never actually scroll and click on them but i did um yeah and l had an article they put out called the power of solitude subtitle the idea of a woman doing things alone still has a stigma attached but after coming out of the pandemic consumed by grief, Annie Subair, I am so sorry I cannot say that name, decided to embrace a new kind of solitude. The result was life-affirming. So, apparently there's a stigma, or was a stigma, about women doing things alone. I had no idea. Um, the stigma was new to me, so I didn't realize that I had actually... Wait, so wait, are they saying that's good or bad? Okay, they're saying there was a stigma, but now they're realizing, Elle realizes it's actually empowering and life-affirming to do things solo. So, thank you, Elle. I'm glad I now know I've been a loser for much of my life for attempting solo projects, and now I know I'm empowered. You know, tying back to the whole me not wanting to be fat thing, you'd think, oh, I'd feel so empowered with them you know, the extra pounds and the aching joints, but I didn't feel empowered. I felt sickly. 
was not fun. That's why I'm trying to get in shape as fast as I can because holy hell, pregnancy or postpartum weight, whatever, the weight I gained fucking sucks. So trying to trying to get in shape, trying to feel better. And like I said, I'm actually pretty close to my goal, but oh no, my child on the monitor, he rolled, he rolled. Okay. Phew. So part of me was like, do I, I should rename this podcast nap time. Cause I'll just record when he naps. Yeah. I'll talk to my moms, but no one wants that. Hell, barely anyone wants this. <laughs> ah. Now you might be wondering, why today of all days? Why on November the 15th did you decide to start your podcast again? Well, I had been mulling it over for months. But the thing that made me want to talk, to yell into the... Or speak slightly loud. Not even loud. The thing that wanted me to elevate my voice slightly while facing a microphone was a New York Post headline I saw about, I don't know if you guys are following the whole FTX crypto thing. So this headline and then the person's picture just inspired something in me. It lit that spark. Disgraced crypto <laughs> disgraced crypto CEO Caroline Ellison tweeted about regular amphetamine use in 2021. And I'm like, okay, I don't care. I don't know who this person is. Then you see the tweet. Nothing like how regular sorry, nothing like regular amphetamine use to make you appreciate how dumb a lot of normal non-medicated human experience is. And then you look at the face and you're like, hmm. Yeah, probably on meth. Or you know, Adderall, legal meth. And I don't want to attack a woman's appearance because enough people do that. You can attack your own appearance, but leave others alone. But oh my god, I just, this person was, she was temporarily worth billions of dollars before it all fell apart because it was a scam. Um, and her public pictures... Like, she was, was the CFO of this multi-billion dollar company, which again, all fucking scams are actually worth zero dollars, but her hair, I think it's wet or greasy. I'm like, I just, she clearly gives zero fucks. Zero fucks. And there's something I admire about that because it's like, wow, she has billions of dollars. She just does not care. And also, I think she was trying to be funny. Didn't care too much of the first tweet. It was the second tweet that I read that I was like, okay, maybe she's also, quote unquote, not a comedian. Where did that go? Okay. So I'm going to quote the very reputable, very respectable New York Post again. Which, by the way, you know what? Oldest publication in the U.S. So, hey, they've got that going for them. Anyway. In posts widely circulating on social media, the account holder, purported to be Ellison, wrote about her foray into poly, a reference to polygamy. Ellison, Bankman Freed, and others are said to have been in a polycule, or a network of inter 
of interconnected romantic relationships with multiple participants. And this is the tweet. I'm like, this is, come on. She's trying to be funny, right? She's... <sighs> when I first started my foray into Polly, I thought of it as a radical break from my trad past. You mean, she means traditional. But to be honest, I've come to decide the only acceptable style of Polly is best characterized as something like Imperial Chinese Harem. Come on, she's making a joke, which makes me think the meth thing or whatever. The amphetamine thing is probably also a joke. So anyway, you've got this awkward woman. I think we're wearing the same fucking glasses. She's also got teeth that, you know what, could probably be fixed. And I say that with love. I've had a dentist be like, you know, we can fix those gaps if you want. And I was like, what? No, but my smile gives me personality. So yeah, anyway, other than the wet hair thing, because I actually take the time to clean myself and do my hair and everything, even as a parent. I'm just How many times can I say that as a new parent in this episode? Just take a shot every time I do that. Even if you're driving, party. But anyway, so you got the glasses. The awkward smile, the very, I think, clearly awkward attempts at humor in her tweets. And I'm like, wow, maybe that's how I would be if I was a fake billionaire. So I just can't, you know what, there's a huge scandal going on and I just can't, I can't hate the CEO Caroline Ellison because... She's entertaining, and I think we would get along. Also, you guys know I love me a good scammer. Um, yeah, Anna Delvey. Shout out to my homegirl. Um, yeah, hey, I wrote about that as well on Medium. If you guys want to check that out, look up my Medium profile. For those of you that are like, ooh, I need more of Ashley's thoughts. But yeah, I just, I don't know. This person seems like we'd get along. Um... Yeah, oh, I'm just like, I'm fascinated. I'm just so interesting. Is that the ultimate sign of narcissism when I'm like, oh, this person reminds me of me? Oh, they're so fascinating. I like them. I want to be their friend. Speaking of people that want to be my friend, um, do you have, do you, any of you have creepy neighbors you try to avoid? Because I, like, every couple of years, oh no, my child is up. I say it again with a weird accent, I just keep doing Okay, be right back. And I am back several hours later. Um, yeah, I think I was going to... <clears throat> oh, and I have a frog in my throat now. <laughs> I think I was going to talk shit about my neighbor, as one does when you have a public show and you live in a country where you can be easily sued for all sorts of things. I'm nothing if not very smart. Um, yeah, maybe I'll put that on the back burner for a little bit. Read a headline about... Russia, quote-unquote, accidentally bombed Poland. Quote-unquote, Russia. Accidentally bombed Poland. I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there. Yeah. I'd rather not die in a nuclear holocaust. Did I say that right? Nuclear. I Nuclear. God damn it. I always feel like Homer trying to say that. When he's like, nuclear. It's pronounced nuclear. But it's not. It's nuclear. I still don't know if I'm saying it right. I'm going to wrap this up now since we're all probably going to die shortly. Wouldn't that be terrible if this was the last thing you heard? You're going about your day. The atom bomb moves in. You're like, oh, what's that? As you're listening to this. And instead of, you know, 
thinking about your loved ones or all the things you accomplished or the wonderful life you've lived. You're just listening to some weird lady in the suburbs rambling on about her life. Jeez, you guys need to make better decisions. Anyway, thanks for tuning into the show. Sign-offs are always so awkward. It's so awkward. You know, I hate goodbyes. Um, Yeah, I'll be back next week, maybe. I don't know. I'm going to try to work out a new schedule with this thing. It's really tough to do a weekly show, again, with a baby. So I'll do what I can. And yeah, thanks for listening. Follow my channel on YouTube because I deleted Vimeo and I'm starting all over with my subscriber count. Hooray! Okay. Don't die in an atomic blast. Bye. You know, I walked away from my computer, shut everything down. I was like, I'm going to go eat, live my life. And then I realized, no, I do want to talk about my neighbor. <laughs> uh, I tried to be the bigger person, but yeah, no, I, and plus I thought the episode was a little short. Things were a little weak. I'm a little slow to get going in the beginning there. I mean, when you don't talk on a podcast for like, oh, nine, ten months, you know, you get a little rusty. Actually, I think it's been closer to to a year since I last had a podcast. But yeah, so my issue is that not every time I try to leave the house, but many times I try to leave the house, this person I don't know will just like pop up. And try to be my friend. I know that's like, how dare this person try to be my friend. But you know when somebody just comes on really intense and you don't even know their name and then they try to invite themselves with you to go about your day? Like, it's just, oh, where are you going? I'll come with you. But they're like a grown woman with a bunch of kids. It's weird. It's creepy. Um, That's not just me, right? That's a weird thing. And the thing is, is this isn't even the first time that this has happened to me. Every couple of years, I will, like, there'll be somebody in the neighborhood I'm living in. Maybe I give off friendly vibes, which is weird. That's not the vibe I try to give off in public. But it's like, they just sense something in me. And they're like, oh, her. She'll be my new best friend. But I don't, I don't want to be their best friend. I don't want to talk to them. I never know these people's names happened like three times now but yeah i'll be out trying to take my kid for a walk or something and this person just emerges it's like she's in stealth shoes or something and then just pops up hey that's always it's so weird it's so weird um people either i mean i've got normal friends too so i don't want to be like everybody loves me or hates me but I feel like there's, I don't know, maybe it's the energy I give off. There are some people out there that don't know me, but really love me. Like I've had actual stalkers. And then there's people out there that don't know me and they really fucking hate me. And I'm honestly more okay with that because those people tend to leave me alone. I mean, they like to make up things. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm just so generic. I'm like a good... I'm a good muse for everybody's mental illness. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Um, or I need to work on my resting bitch face. When I leave the house, I've got to put that resting bitch face on, do my power walk, and then I will be left alone. But yeah, she pops up like, what was that guy in 
home improvement. Is that Wilson where he just pops up? But pretend Wilson's behind your car door and you don't know he's there. And you're trying to load a baby into your car and then all of a sudden it's like, holy shit, there she is. It never happens with when I'm with anybody. Like, when I'm with an adult. <laughs> like, ah, I need an adult. It's always when I'm alone. Or, you know, I'm not trying to say, like, my baby doesn't count, but, like, when I'm... Yeah, when I'm without another adult, that's when she emerges. And every time I leave the house, she'll, like... I don't even know where she comes from. She just swoops out and tries to start these conversations. And I've tried... I think I've perfected the constant nod and smile while walking away. And yet this just keeps happening. But you know what? Stuff like this keeps life interesting. Actually, going back to the, the talk about... The talk. Going back to the, the concert that I mentioned. One of the funniest things was one of the trashy drunk people in the audience... You know those people and they just call out like they know the band. I mean, they don't know the band, but they think they know the band. She'd just be like, I love you, Stephen Page. Woo, yeah, you're so right. And at one point she was like, Stephen Page, let me ask you a question. And then I hear some old guy go, shh. And then this other guy is like, will you shut the fuck up? And I'm sitting there and I was like, oh man. I've missed being out in the world. This is great. I missed concerts. As much as I complain about the weirdos of the world, they make it worth it. Which is why I'm going to be especially bummed out if we all get nuked tonight. Okay, signing off for real. Bye!